The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Welcome to the show, and Happy New Year to everyone. Here we go. We're ready to kick off the new year. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday, but I also hope you all remember that that spirit of Christmas is not just for one day. All right? That spirit must continue through the entire year. That's why I wanted to start the show with our guest today, uh, Bill Wolf, who is the executive director of the Homeless Children's Education Fund. And Bill, it is great to have you on the show. Well, thank you, Joyce. It's great to be here. And uh, I'd also like to thank you for uh, your support of the Homeless Children's Education Fund over the years. Well, that is my pleasure. And Bill, um, do you know what I mean? That sometimes people want to help the homeless. Oh, they're all over it, you know, during Thanksgiving and Christmas. But they have to remember that that person is homeless year-round. Absolutely, Joyce, and, and uh, the the kids who who we support that uh, are living uh, in homelessness uh, are vulnerable all year round as well, and the the importance of continuing their education uh, on a year round basis is, is what we strive to do. Well, here's what I'd like to do. Let's start by you telling our listeners what the Homeless Children Education Fund is and the mission. Absolutely. The the Homeless Children's Education Fund is a 501c3 nonprofit here in Allegheny County that... Uh, Excuse me, and that's in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, yes. uh, that um, was established in 1999. And our mission is to provide children experiencing homelessness with the same educational opportunities as their peers uh, so that, that their education during the period of homelessness continues and that they can advance and do well in school and, uh, and be successful in life. Yeah, and you know what, Bill? I know that Dr. Joe Lagana had a lot to do with this. Isn't that correct? Uh, Dr. Lagana was the founder of the Homeless Children's Education Fund in 1999, Joyce. Uh, Joe, uh, at that time, uh, retired from his position as the executive director of the Allegheny Intermediate Unit, again located uh, in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, Joe had spent 40 years uh, in education, and during his last years, he saw the gap that existed in regard to the education of homeless children, 
and after his retirement, uh, made it his mission uh, to do something about that, to, to help fill that gap uh, and to support these children during their time of, of homelessness. Yeah, and Bill, that's why I wanted to start off the year talking about this, because a lot of people, you know, they don't realize how how this happens. So what made what made Joe Legano, and by the way, I just want to say he is. Dr. Legano, you are the best of the best. But what exactly happened that made him want to start doing this? Well, again, you know, seeing these children uh, in his role as the executive director of the Allegheny Intermediate Unit, see these children fall behind in their studies, uh, over time become frustrated with school and drop out of school at a very early age. And, again, Joe made it his mission uh, to do whatever we can to uh, to make sure these kids stay in school, make sure they stay current with their peers, they don't get frustrated um, during the educational process, and they stay in school, they graduate from high school, and they go on to having a successful life. And Joe, unfortunately, during his time in education, saw a lot of these kids who uh, were not given that opportunity, therefore dropped out of school. Uh, yeah, way, I I can't imagine what what that is like for those young people because we already know that bullying is a problem in school. I can't imagine what they go through if someone knows they are homeless. Absolutely, and and that's why you know as I said, uh, Joyce, our mission is to provide these children with with access equal to their peers, meaning that when they go to school after becoming homeless, they, they go fully equipped with the right materials to learn uh, the right clothing uh, and the, all the support that they need so that they don't stand out because that's when kids get bullied and picked on, when they stand out and they, they look different. One of the things that we've been able to do over the years uh, with, with the help of... Uh, some of our partners, including Citizens Bank, is to provide backpacks to all the children uh, that experience homelessness uh, in Allegheny County during the course of a calendar year. And by that way, by the way, that number is three thousand per year, uh, just in Allegheny County. But we make sure that each child, uh, when they go to school, if they go to a new school, that they have a backpack with age-appropriate material. Uh, so that when they go in, they look and they can act like their peers. Yeah, and I want to send kudos out to Ralph Papa, the president at Citizens Bank, because I have been at these events, and he is always there, and they are always supportive. Um, and what a difference it makes just having a backpack, you know, to look like other kids. Absolutely, Joyce. And, and Ralph... And his wife, Ruth Ann, have been wonderful supporters of the organization. And uh, Citizens Bank has been a great community-based company to, to help these kids uh, throughout, the, um, throughout the years. So oh, I I, yeah, they are great. I see them at every – it's amazing. Someone told me years ago that when you go to different fundraisers or charitable events, it seems like you see the same people. And that is very true. And they are one of those people. So they are very giving. They really give back. And, you know, they're really helping to make a difference. 
Now, do you have a lot of companies in Pittsburgh involved helping you? We, we are very blessed, Joyce. Uh, the Pittsburgh community, uh, businesses, the foundations based here in Pittsburgh, and individuals have really come to the support of, of the Homeless Children's Education Fund uh, over the last 12, 12 years. Without that support, without the support from the, the community, we could not have um, achieved what we've been able to achieve over the last 12 years. And certainly the, the financial part of it is important, but also we, we have a wonderful group of volunteers who work with us and, and work directly with the children. Uh, so we have, we have the community giving both time, talent, and treasures to, to the organization. But we have, we have great support throughout the community. Uh, the, the problem is big. And uh, unfortunately, at this time, uh, with the economy, it's getting bigger. So we always can use more support. We can use more help. But uh, we're very blessed by what the community has been able to provide to us. Yeah, I wondered about that. I mean, the Great Recession, because I know, being the national chair of the Epilepsy Foundation of America, that even all these studies I've read, you know, that many of the not-for-profits have taken a substantial hit, you know, as a result of this recession. Did you see that also? I, I have, and, and, you know, unfortunately, uh, I've, I've had some friends and, and some um, associates who have run uh, nonprofits here in, in, here in Pittsburgh uh, who have had to close their doors uh, because of the economic situation and the lack of funding that's been able, uh, been able to come in. Um, I think we've done a, a, a good job of getting the message across regarding the vulnerability of these children uh, and regarding the, the fact that an investment in, in these children today will actually save society money down the road. And I think businesses and, and foundations have understood that, and, and that's why we've been fortunate to, uh, to get the, the support. But it, it's a struggle. There's no doubt about it. Bill, can you just make a couple comments about what you mean by that, you know, investing in a child prevents problems down the road? Well, the, um, uh, again, a child who, who drops out of a school and, and many children who experience homelessness and, and get frustrated with, with school drop out between 6th and 8th and grade. Uh, and what happens to these children, Joyce, unfortunately, I mean, the most important thing is it's the loss of a life. It, it's the loss of an opportunity for someone to be a successful adult. But they end up going in one of two directions. They, they end up going into the criminal justice system or into the social welfare system. Well, Bill, hold that thought, because I want to talk about that a little bit more. But right now, we're getting ready to go to break. If you just joined us, thank you. As we start off the new year, you are listening to Bill Wolf, Executive Director of the Homeless Children's Education Fund, right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We will be right back in a minute. News. News. 
Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite, live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back to the show, and Happy New Year. We made a decision to start the show this year talking about homelessness, specifically with children, because we, as people with disabilities, need to know that many of these children have disabilities. For example, I'm living with epilepsy. Try to imagine living with epilepsy and being homeless. I mean, I can't even fathom that, and I cannot fathom the accidents that occur from that, let alone many other disabilities. So, you know, I think it's important for us to remember our brothers and sisters, and in this case, their children. Hey, Bill, before we went to break, you were talking about what can end up happening to children who are homeless that do not have funding. Uh, And you were saying one thing is... You know, they can go into the to uh, crime, unfortunately. And what else can happen? Well, because of a lack of education, Joyce, they're unable to get uh, successful jobs, and they end up uh, on the social welfare systems. 
and the National Association for the Education of Homeless Children and Youth, a Washington, D.C. national uh, organization, has done several studies, and, and their studies show that for every dollar invested in the education of a child experiencing homelessness, homelessness today, uh, saves society about $6 down the road. So uh, most, most good businessmen would uh, strive for a 600% return on their investment, so that's the, the type of return we're looking at here in regard to the education of these kids. Yes, and that is a great investment. One other comment I want to make. When we were talking earlier about the Great Recession and how this has impacted giving and how some not-for-profits had to even close, you know, when people say to me, hey, I've got to watch, you know, I've got to cut back here, I want to remind you that homelessness does not stop. You know, these children are still homeless. So whatever the percentages you used to give, even if you cut it back, you should still give. Because guess what? Imagine if that would be you. This is what I tell people. You always have to put yourself in that situation and think what that would be like. And, Bill, I have to tell you the truth. When I talk to people about this, when they think of a homeless person, they think of the man standing out on the street, you know, begging on the street, and I know this is not the correct picture. Um, and when I tell them about children being homeless, they say the same thing every time. What? That's not possible. Where are they then? I don't see them. I don't see children out on the street. So how do you deal with that and answer that question? Well, that, that's one of our biggest efforts, Joyce, is, is to uh, educate and make people aware that uh, homeless children do exist and, and that uh, they are a vulnerable population of at-risk children. Um, homeless children reside in, in many different uh, places uh, in, in most communities and, and here in the Pittsburgh area. Within Allegheny County, where Pittsburgh is located, there are 17 uh, agencies that support uh, homeless children through uh, providing um, living accommodations as well as daily support. Um, it, when Allegheny County did their point of time study in January of uh, 2010, they identified 875 children in the county who received daily uh, support uh, who are living home, uh, uh, children experiencing homelessness. And that 875 number represented a 39% increase from 2009. Wow. Um, so <coughs> terrible. Um, it, very, very, very bad. Now, uh, that, those are the children who are in the system uh, living in a shelter, living in an agency, or being supported by an agency through temporary housing. Again, most experts will tell you that in, in any given community, if the ratio is about a two-to-one ratio of unidentified children to identified children, meaning that uh, if we have 875 kids identified here in Allegheny County, we probably have about 1,800 unidentified. Who And these children are living in doubled-up situations, 
the parents have lost their homes, so the kids are moving in with grandma or an aunt or with friends and sleeping on the couch or on a bedroom floor. Um, but again, their lives have been disrupted, schools have changed, uh, uh, and the support isn't there. Uh, again, uh, in addition to that, you have children who are living in cheap motel rooms from night to night with their parents moving from one motel to another based on what they can afford on any given night. And yes, uh, here in Pittsburgh and in most cities, you also have children who are living in cars and in abandoned buildings um, from from night to night. So um, those uh, those are the uh, effects of, of the economy, and those are where homeless children are living. You don't see them out on the street begging, but, uh, boy, they're there. That is so horrible. You know, wh- what is the average age, then, of a person homeless? The average age uh, here in, in Allegheny County, and, and it's pretty compatible to national average, too, is, is 7.5 years old. Uh, that's the average age of a child experiencing homelessness here in the Pittsburgh area. 7.5 years old. Oh, I mean, this thing of living in an abandoned building. Talk about a way to kick off depression and anger. Um, I mean, you could just see why young people would join gangs and do different things because of no sense of belonging. And, and, and You know what I mean, Bill? Absolutely. Trauma is one of the the, uh, biggest negative impacts on on these kids, Joyce. Uh, The the trauma of losing your your home, uh, losing that that stability uh, in your life uh, creates great trauma within uh, within these kids. And, you know, actually that's what even makes our job more important because school, and and being able to go to school every day and feel safe in school is actually one thing that provides stability to these kids. With with some of these children, uh, school may be the only stable part of their life. The six hours they're in school every day, that that may be the only time they really feel comfortable. Right. And, And so... In your case, with the Homeless Children's Education Fund, you do not have a shelter that they stay at, correct? No, we support the 17 shelters that exist throughout the county. Uh, we, uh, we, have, we have built learning centers and resource centers in all 17 of, of the uh, agencies. Uh, in uh, many of them, uh, we have tutors that work with the kids after school every day. Um, to do homework, to try to get them, to try to keep them current in in their studies. Our learning centers are are classroom type um, facilities within the shelters, where we've put computers, um, access to the internet, a library of books and software. So again, as our mission says, Joyce, when these children come home, they have the same ability to do homework, to do research, to produce um, uh, papers uh, for the older kids as their peers do who go home day in and day out. And the tutors that go into the shelters from three to five each day to work with them are truly dedicated uh, volunteers that, uh, 
again, as I say, that we, we ask for time, talent, and treasures, and, and these people give both their uh, time and talent to work with these children. Right. Uh, Bill, when you were talking earlier about some of these children living in cars and living in abandoned buildings, I mean, what, what do we do to protect these children, to keep them safe? What, what do we do? Well, the, um, uh, the, the biggest part of, uh, of that effort on our part, Joyce, is to educate the community and to educate these parents that they do have rights and that their children have rights to equal educational opportunities. There is a federal law uh, called the McKinney-Vento Act that, that was originally passed in uh, 1986 that guarantees a homeless child the right to an education, and uh, meaning that a school district where these kids are residing or where they resided before they lost their home, the school district must provide them with educational opportunities and access to education. And uh, that law and the proper enforcement of that law is, again, what we strive to do from an advocacy point of view. Now, and Bill, what do you do? What, what do you do when people, you know, find this hard to believe? What, what do you do? Um, you know what I mean? When they find it hard to believe there are all these children homeless, do, do, you, do you go in and do education, or what do you do? You know, we, myself and, and the staff, um, are really trying to get out to the community, Joyce, uh, Joe does a lot. Joe Lagana, who you mentioned before, does a lot of this advocacy. We we speak to um, civic groups. We speak uh, at at church groups, um, and we uh, again are trying to educate the public regarding the existence of, of these children. We we're also working uh, both on a state and federal level. Uh, to strengthen the laws regarding the education of, of homeless children. But awareness is the key. Making the community, making people aware, first of all, that these children exist and that they have rights and that uh, they, they have great needs is, is what we are doing from an advocacy point of view. And I want to stress again to all my listeners, as you all know, disability does not discriminate. Try to imagine these children, whether they have depression, um, a epilepsy, juvenile diabetes, I don't care what it is. Imagine being in this situation and being homeless without support. And that's why I feel it is our obligation to reach out to this organization and help these children. That, that is one question I have, and I'm going to mention this a few times. Uh, Bill, if someone wants to make a contribution, how do they do that? Joyce, the, 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 an easy way to make a contribution is to check our website at www.homelessfund.org, and you can make a contribution right over the website or there are telephone numbers provided uh, to, to be able to, to contact us. Uh, in addition to the financial uh, contribution that you may be able to make, all of our volunteer opportunities are also listed on that website. So if you're local to the Pittsburgh area in Allegheny County, 
uh, you might want to consider being a volunteer for the organization as well. Oh, that is awesome. Okay, can we have that website again? Yes, it's www.homelessfund.org. Hey, if you're listening right now, here's what I have to say. Start off the new year the right way. Why don't you start off the year by making a contribution? As I said, if you've cut back, you still have something. Something is better than nothing for these children. So I really hope you'll take that seriously. But right now we're going to get ready to go to break. If you just joined us, we are talking to Bill Wolf, the executive director of the Homeless Children's Education Fund. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Bill. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. 
Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. This is Joyce Bender wishing you a Happy New Year as we are starting off the year talking to Bill Wolf, the Executive Director of the Homeless Children's Education Fund in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, an organization I am so honored to be affiliated with in any way. And as you all know, I want to say first, Yoshiko Dart, I want to start off the year by saying hello to you and that Justin Spirit is with us and I know how he loved children. All of my listeners, I want to thank all of you for how supportive you have been. I mean, really, you are awesome and you're helping me make a difference. You know, since this show is called Disability Matters, you may be wondering why did we start the year off talking about Homeless Children's Education Fund. Bill, would you mind talking about that for just a few minutes? Yes, Joyce, thank you, and thanks again for having me. Uh, the children who, who we work with who, experience, who are experiencing homelessness, the majority of them have grown up in, in poverty. Therefore, many of them have undiagnosed learning disabilities uh, that when you compound the trauma of homelessness and then you add that disability, makes it very difficult for them to learn and to move on to be successful adults. One of the things that we are doing uh, at the Homeless Children's Education Fund is working with organizations, community-based organizations, to come in and provide assessments of the children uh, in the shelters who are experiencing homelessness to access and identify any disabilities so that we can uh, work to, to correct those. Uh, we find children with, with things as simple as hearing impairments that have never been diagnosed that have prevented them from progressing in their education properly. And the simple diagnosis and treatment of a problem like that can make all the difference in a child's, uh, child's life. So some of the, the disabilities can be minor and corrected. Others are severe and take more time and more work to correct. Well, I'll tell you what. As I said earlier, I remember when Tipper Gore, this was a big thing to her, working with homeless people. I remember Tony Quello telling me the high percentage of homeless people living with epilepsy. And, you know, I know if I do not take my medication... I'm going to have a seizure. And I, as everyone knows, almost lost my life as a result of a head injury caused by a seizure. So I cannot fathom these children being uh, improperly diagnosed, not diagnosed at all, living with these disabilities. So I really am glad, Bill, that we're working with you and that you're doing something about this. I really am. And as you already mentioned, again, if you're listening to the show, Bill pointed out earlier that the Great Recession has impacted the giving to his organization, but not just his, just so you know. Across America, the amount of money being given has dropped substantially. Uh, Bill, you mentioned earlier you know some people where they closed, correct? Correct. There's some agencies that have closed locally, absolutely. 
And here's what's amazing to me. They did a study, and they found out that people who make $10,000 or less give a higher percentage than people making $100,000, $200,000 and up. And my opinion about that is that if you have lived in poverty, you know how important this is. Wouldn't you agree with that, Bill? Yes, Joyce, I, I certainly would. Um, and, you know, the certainly the, the, the folks who um, experience homelessness, both the children and the parents, as they recover from that, as, as their life becomes more stable, we see many of them coming back and, and getting involved uh, with uh, families who are now experiencing homelessness uh, to lend advice and to lend support both uh, financially and, and through their time. Um, the other interesting thing, Joyce, about the uh, economic recession over the last two years, as I said, many children experiencing homelessness have grown up in poverty, but we also have a new face of homelessness. Uh, we see uh, many former middle-class families who are now living in the shelters provided by the agencies that, that we support. And they're there because of job loss, because of uh, severe, severe illness without the medical coverage, and they've simply lost everything that they worked so hard to get, and uh, they are now experiencing homelessness too. We, we had a study uh, done by Duquesne University uh, here uh, in the Pittsburgh area, and, and it identified that uh, close to 35% of the parents who were living in the shelters had some level of college education. Oh, wow. Uh, but now they're experiencing homelessness due to the recession and to the economy. So, you know, uh, I think, you know, people have to, to realize, but for the grace of God, it could be any one of us. That is so true. See, I don't know, you know, if everyone is understanding this. That again, they think of the beggar, you know, the they do not think of someone middle class. That that's for sure, Joyce. And, and you know, uh, homelessness is caused by many reasons, and and certainly issues like drug and alcohol. Uh, domestic abuse uh, are there, but much of it today is caused simply by uh, bad luck in a tough economy, and uh, it's uh, not through not through the fault of the individuals. And, and certainly, even when it is drug and alcohol, and the parents uh, have that problem, uh, it, you know, maybe you can say that's their fault, but. You can't say that the kids who are experiencing homelessness, that they're at fault. Um, and those are the ones that, that we at the Homeless Children's Education Fund are trying to protect and give them an opportunity to succeed in life. Oh, and I think that is so... I, I, I just think that is so important. Bill, uh, approximately how many children in the entire country are homeless? Uh, estimates are, are that uh, in, a, in a given year, Joyce, 
more than 1.5 million children were experiencing home were experience homelessness in the United States during the course of a 12 month period. Why? Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah, and you know, uh, it, it's not an urban problem. It's not a rural problem. Um, there are many children in the cities, of course, who, who are homelessness because of who are homeless because of poverty, but also in our rural communities, as we've gone through this recession, uh, many rural community rural communities are experiencing high percentages of homelessness as well. Yeah, and remember when you mentioned before about, you know, people living in poverty? i got to tell you something. Uh, poverty and disability go hand-in-hand hand frequently. So, again, that's why we all need to get around this. We all need to be supportive of this. We really do. Well, hey, Bill, let's talk about something positive. Can you give our listeners an example of a success story? We've we've had so many of them, Joyce, and and we like to think that every child that we touch uh, is 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 a success story, uh, and and we get to to see so many different children through the through the learning centers, um, our volunteers uh, working with children uh, who are who are high uh, who are high school level, working with them to complete the proper applications for. Uh, a community college or, or a full four-year college, uh, we've done that uh, many times. Uh, working with uh, children who have had several moves as a result of, of being homeless and have fallen <coughs> three, six, sometimes 12 months behind their peers. And again, our volunteers working with them in the after-school programs to uh, get them current uh, and and get them back to the level that they should be, so that they don't become frustrated and 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 that they don't uh, they they don't drop out. The the learning centers that I mentioned earlier that we've been able to build um, have provided us you know direct contact with with many of these children, and we've seen many successes. Uh, you know, one of the things that that amazes me, Joyce. Is we we talked about the trauma that these children have gone through, and the instability in in their life. But what amazes me about these kids is how resilient they are, and when they're given the opportunity to learn, and and they're provided with an adult, a positive adult role model, somebody that cares, and somebody that takes interest in them. How willing they are to learn, how willing they are to work hard at their studies, uh, and and these children want to succeed, and it's just a matter of giving them the opportunity to succeed, and that's what the homeless children's education fund is all about: giving these children the opportunity to succeed. We like to say that, you know, we know we're not going to be able to save every child, but. What we want to do is give every child at least an opportunity to succeed. Yeah, and that opportunity is worth its weight in gold. And I hope you're all listening so you can make a difference. But right now, we're going to go to break for a minute with Bill Wolf, Executive Director of the Homeless Children's Education Fund. We'll be right back. This is Joyce Bender 
America's Voice, where disability matters, at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away, but we'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. And welcome back and Happy New Year. This is Joyce Bender, and we are starting off the year with Bill Wolf, Executive Director of the Homeless Children's Education Fund. And how important is that to help our children? Um, Bill, I asked you this question before, but how much bullying does go on with these children? Joyce, if a child is identified as homeless by by their peers, uh, they they are picked on uh, to to great extremes. Um, As I mentioned, I I think bullying today in in schools um, is pretty rampant. But any time a child um, stands out, is is different, um, looks different, uh, acts different, uh, has different uh, resources that's available to them, uh, they're picked on. And, and that's why the Homeless Children's Education Fund's mission is to provide uh, children experiencing homelessness with equal access to the same educational opportunities as their peers, which includes materials, clothing, uh, and other support that they need um, so that they don't stand out and, and they're not picked on. But it's a big problem in our schools, Joyce, for, for a variety of reasons. Oh, I can just imagine. I really can. Well, well, Bill, you were talking earlier 
a little bit about these learning centers. Could you talk about that a little bit more so our listeners understand what that is? Yeah, uh, we work, uh, there, are, there are 17 agencies throughout Allegheny County that support children's and, children and families uh, who are experiencing homelessness. And over the 12-year history of the Homeless Children's Education Fund, we have built resource centers and learning centers in all 17 of these shelters. Uh, in 11 of the shelters, we have full learning centers that uh, are equipped with state-of-the-art computers, uh, printers, access to the Internet, a library of books, and a library of software. Um, and these provide children with uh, a place to come and do their homework, to do research if necessary, to write papers, uh, to uh, to produce reports uh, that the older children may need uh, who are in high school. And in the learning centers, we also have a great group of volunteers that come in uh, to work with kids uh, from first grade, actually from kindergarten all the way up to 12th grade, to work with them, to help them with homework, to help them stay current with their studies, and to support them as mentors as well as uh, educators. Many of, these, uh, many of these volunteers are former educators or are students uh, who are studying uh, in college to be educators, <laughs> and they, volu- they volunteer with us to come in and, and work with these kids. Well, that is awesome, and I'm sure that makes a difference in their life. I, I really believe that it does. Um, and I want to repeat again, remember, if you have some type of catastrophic accident, illness, or your children, this happens too. You are one paycheck away from coming close to being homeless. You know, that is the way it is. So that's why it's important for us to remember that when we're making our decisions about giving. And, Bill, for people that have just joined the show, could you tell everyone again how they make a donation to the Homeless Children's Education Fund? Joyce, uh, people can check our website at www.homelessfund.org. The ability to make a contribution is right there on the website. Also, uh, they can call 412-562-0154 for more information about us and uh, making a contribution to the organization. Okay, and I hope you will do that and you take that seriously. Um, Bill, you yourself, you have accomplished so much already in your life, I believe. But what would you say is your greatest accomplishment? Uh, Joyce, I really consider my greatest accomplishment uh, being my decision to join uh, the Homeless Children's Education Fund um, as the executive director um, in in 2009. Uh, I had a successful career in the insurance industry and uh, up until 2009 I was working in the insurance industry. Uh, However, I had become involved with the Homeless Children's Education Fund as a board member and served for four years as the uh, chairman of the board. In 2009, the current board 
uh, decided that HCEF, the Homeless Children's Education Fund, had grown uh, large enough that it needed a full-time executive director, and they offered me the position. And after a lot of soul-searching, uh, I resigned from my corporate career uh, to join the Homeless Children's Education Fund as the executive director. Uh, that was in November of 2009, so about 13 months ago, and not a day has gone by where I regretted that decision, Joyce. Um, I feel it's the right place for me to be today and that uh, I'm contributing uh, and helping, uh, helping these kids on a day-to-day basis. So I, I'm proud of that decision and, and very happy that I made it. Well, you know what, Bill, we're very proud of you and we're happy to have you because of your passion, because that's really what it takes. It takes a person of passion, you know, to do something like this. You know, you were working before, as you said, in the insurance industry. Let me ask you, what, what difference is it to you to go from for-profit to not-for-profit? Well, one of the things that you, you learn to be a lot more dependent upon yourself is, as you're working uh, day-to-day. You don't have the, the same, you know, sophisticated uh, support systems that you do in, in the corporate world. So I, I, I've learned to, to, to do a lot more on my own, uh, but, but, that, but that's fun. Uh, and I, the other thing, Joyce, is, you know, you just come home every day feeling so good about yourself and and uh, on the days uh, on on the days particularly when i get to visit one of the agencies and actually experience the kids directly those those are very special days uh when i see their faces light up when they're working on a computer and 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 something you know they they learn something they get something and and it clicks in in their minds um, those are very special days to, to, to come home and, and, and know that you're making a difference in, in some young child's life. Um, that, that's the real difference. Those are the two differences that I've seen. I know what you mean, Bill, because as you know, what I do for a living is find employment for Americans with disabilities. And I cannot put a price tag on the reward or the feeling you get when you see someone find employment. Really, there is no price you can put on that. And though we aren't a for-profit company, you know, we're a for-profit company with a mission. So I I know exactly what you mean, uh, Bill. But listen, if you had to leave a message with our listeners today, what would it be? Well, Joyce, I, I want to really echo something that you've said several times during the, the, the course of this conversation, and that is get involved. Um, you know, find an, you know, whether it be the, the uh, Homeless uh, Children's Education Fund or getting involved with individuals uh, with epilepsy, whatever you have a passion for as an individual, Get involved and, and get involved with that nonprofit or that organization that supports those individuals and contribute the best way that, that you can. If, if you can't contribute financially, then you know, volunteer time to, to work with kids or to work with adults who, who are di- disabled. Um, I, I believe in, in the old saying, Joyce, that for every hour or for every minute that you give, you're going to get that back 
ten times over in in things happening positive in in your life. So that that would be my message: to get involved in something you have a passion for. Donate financially if you can, but if you can't, uh, find a way to volunteer and get involved with the organization. I agree with you, Bill, and I hope that you will make that your New Year's uh, resolution to give back. There isn't anything that builds character more than volunteerism, which at Bender is at the top of our list. Uh, Bill, I want to thank you for being on the show today. Joyce, I'd like to thank you for letting me talk on the show today. Thank you for your involvement in the Homeless Children's Education Fund, and thank you uh, to, to your organization for the great job that you do in the community as well. So thank you very much. You're welcome. And, Bill, we end every show, and here we go for a show of the new year with a quote from a famous civil rights leader or a leader that has had an impact. And we're going to start off the year with a quote from Maya Angelou. And she says, Shelter Network's programs and services are a rainbow in the clouds for homeless children and adults. So, Bill, what you're doing is providing that rainbow. And this is Joyce Bender, America's Voice. Happy New Year. Let's get it going at voiceamerica.com. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.